this time, no pain. No pain. Uh, I felt I got better with swimming, or almost no panic at that. And I was happy about it. And transition went well. And nutrition uh, went well as I trained. training we have Seiko from Texas we are super super excited and as you can see we got one headphone here I'll tell you more story about that later but let me tell you of what we are going to talk about today all right well today you're going to learn a lot and it's about qualifying for Ironman 70.3 world championship on second half Ironman race finishing with a smile and injury free, despite having shoulder, back, and feet pain three months prior, and heat, where there's heat, humidity, and strong winds on the course. Yes. A lot of challenges there. And I know you see there 70.3 World Championship. Coach, I'm not really up for that. I just want to finish it. Okay. Yeah. Actually, you're going to learn also that Seiko here, this is actually Seiko. Seiko was not even planning or aiming for 70.3 World Championship. It was her second half Ironman. So how about let's, let's talk about what are we gonna talk about today? So in this live training, we're gonna talk about how to address your nutrition and hydration to feel strong from the start to finish, even with brutal conditions at the race, whether that, that is hit, heat, <laughs> wind, dust storms, prairie dogs, dog holes and humidity and that was actually at lubbock 70.3 just recently that was i believe that yeah. was just last weekend okay Very recent. so i'm sure you guys you know a lot of you could be having already some races whether that's sprint olympic 70.3 coming up or full iron man you know this summer and you're going to learn a lot today in terms of nutrition because we're going to talk about that in hydration as well also we're going to uh, talk about how to train and prepare that so that you finish with a smile without feeling pain or like as if you are dying before the finish line. Yeah, nobody wants that. <laughs> you know, survival mode. We don't want that. Uh, what to do ad to address. So for um, with shoulder, back and feet pain, because uh, you'll see here, you know, that we're you'll hear later that uh, Seiko was uh, had some pain on the shoulder back and feet just three months ago and guess what he did she did her second half ironman no pain and with a smile how did she do that okay yeah, pretty impressive i love what, it yeah what to do to overcome swim panic in open water despite having very limited pool and open water access murky water and also you know when the race is not uh wetsuit legal Ooh, who would be intimidated by that? So, uh, you know, like we said, you know, this is the topic here. Um, excuse me, I'm pretty slow right now, mainly because I have a different computer. <laughs> so, um, so like, yes, yes, she qualified uh, for 
70.3 World Championship. But as you can see, we're going to be talking about, we're going to learn a lot about nutrition, training, and racing in heat, okay? Overcoming overcoming the, any pain. How can we actually be pain-free and finish uh, your race, okay? So before we get started, well, we want to welcome those people yes. here in, uh, in Ironman and Beyond. Welcome. Let me say hi to everybody. Hi, Michelle. Stephanie's here. Welcome, Stephanie. Alan's here. Francisco is here. Ryan. Casey's also here. Welcome, welcome, athletes. So, uh, yeah, so today you're going to learn a lot. And our intention for this live training is to give you all the information. And I want to know first, before we get started, so anyone here who's racing this summer? Oh, so yeah, put it in the comments. Let's like, see who's, who's racing. Or training. You know, are you, are you dialing in your nutrition already? Okay. How's, how's that going? You know, how, how do you dial in your nutrition? Do you do that like every training or every weekend? And how do you know whether it's working and you how do you don't do it ever? You just kind of wing it. So we are going to talk about that. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Reggie. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome everyone. So we do this uh, live training every week and uh, basically to help you out those people here in Ironman and beyond. And to see who's uh, watching us live, put hashtag live right now in the comments. And then the ones who are watching the replay, put hashtag replay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and if you are new, if you are new, this is your first week, this is your first month, or you just got in, you know, just a couple or one month ago, say, hey, coach, I'm new. I want to learn more, you know, raise your hands because guess what? If you haven't looked around in our free group, we have a lot of training resources from swim, bike, run, nutrition, injury prevention, mental fitness, race strategy, all that for free. Okay. So you got access to that, but we got to know like what you need, you know, what are you, what's your challenges? Okay. Because we don't want to overwhelm you of free stuff if you don't need it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. So, so, and also this is a, you know, this is a two-way, two-way conversation, two-way conversation. It's not just Seiko, myself, or Vineta. We want you, this is us, you know, this is where we gather around like, Hey, let's talk about this thing, you know, as a team here in Ironman and beyond, let's use our community. Okay. Love it. So um, let's see who, who else just uh, get online. Yes, joining. All right. Welcome. Welcome. Looks like Yesenia, I know you're in Maui. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for, for those who's just tuning in, let me just uh, flash this uh, poster here again. So what we're going to be talking about, like qualifying for Ironman 70.3 World Championship on second half Ironman race. How did Seiko did it? You know, she's in, she's in Texas and I actually have not met her in person. I want to meet her in person, Yes, but we have not. And she's on her second half Ironman. She already qualified for 70.3 world championship, you know, on a hard race. How cool is that? Is I, there, I'm curious. Is there anyone here who wants to qualify for a world championship? Like what's your goal? You know, or is it is your goal to finish without, uh, you know, being in survival mode? With a smile on your face, that would be nice. Yeah, uh, type below, like, what, what are you looking for on your next uh, race? I want to know. Yes, put it in right now so we can see it. All right, so uh, let's, something's in my eyes, excuse me. I think it's my hair. But, so, so now uh, let's talk about a little, let, let me introduce, um, um, 
Seiko. So Seiko, guess what? Seiko is also just like every one of you in Iron Man and Beyond. Seiko was once, I did not know Seiko. She was in Iron Man and Beyond. Just, you know, if you're in Iron Man and Beyond, just looking into like what could help you. She was just one of them, one of you guys. And at the time, she was also just watching one of this live training. And actually who she was watching is this one. And let me pull it up. And maybe this is something that actually would help you. Because this one inspired Seiko. And like Seiko said, I want what she got. So when she was, she was uh, watching this one, no more shoulder pain when swimming. What two strong Ironman finishers did to get faster in swimming without feeling shoulder pain or seeing a coach in person. Both of these Ironman athletes, they're experienced athletes. They go to master swim. They're, they have their own coaches at the time. And also, and what they did, they went to our swim program and actually got faster, plus no more shoulder pain. So when Seiko, and she's going to tell you more of the story, but when Seiko heard about it, like, I want that too. How about, let's welcome Seiko. Seiko from Texas, thank you so much for being with us. I know you usually sleep early. You're in Texas. You're two hours ahead. Happy Friday to you. Welcome, Seiko. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. I'm so happy that you're able to join us. So, so tell us more. Um, like when you were watching this uh, uh, Myra, uh, no more shoulder pain, you know, what did you get out from this one when you were watching this one? that live training, no more shoulder pain when swimming. Yes, back then I had a rotator cuff pain on my right shoulder. Okay. And I, every time when I swam, I was in pain. Mm. And then at the same time, I um, signed up for my first 70.3 in okay. Galveston. Texas, and I, I was actually uh, thinking about not doing the race. Oh, okay. I didn't think I could do it, but when I saw Myra and Mark's um, live call, right? Well, this one. Is that really possible? <laughs> is it possible? Well, well, there's nothing to lose right. by trying. So. So, yes, I wanted to uh, give it a try. Gotcha, gotcha. So everyone, so as you, as you heard, you know, so Seiko, Seiko was having uh, pain on her rotator cuff uh, at that time. And when, you know, that you experienced that in swimming and you already signed up for Galveston 70.3. That was back in April. But then at the time when you were watching, uh, you know, at the time when you were watching this particular live training, you were even asking like, is my 70.3 even possible knowing that I have shoulder pain? Yeah. And then now, and then so, so how did it feel that you actually, you know, you actually were able to solve that shoulder pain? How, how do you feel right now? Did you feel any shoulder pain from uh, that, that recent, race that you just did Lubbock 70.3 no, no I was I didn't have any pain and I was very happy about it yeah Aww. 
That's awesome. So uh, let me just show you very quickly here. Of what's great about it is that now Seiko and Myra, they, they are now like talking in our community. So for example, here, you know, let me just show you very quickly a snippet of it. So Myra was saying, Seiko, you crushed the Lubbock 70.3. And I'm gonna just gonna read you because I know it's small. And then Seiko said, thank you. I'm so happy that I started this program and I was inspired by you and Mark's story about overcoming shoulder injuries. I was suffering with rotator cuff pain back then. How cool is that, All right? It's amazing. I love it. So, uh, so how about let us uh, walk us through, you know, before you found uh, Feisty Fox Coaching, how was it your, how was your training? How were you training back then? I was just going out for a ride or going out for a run when, whenever I could, but I did not know what to do, how to train or how much. Mm to do or the, I wasn't sure I was not over training. Oh, but, okay. But I did not know any techniques or how to train, not gotcha. at all. Gotcha. So you did not know how to train. You did not know the technique. How about nutrition? Did you know that nutrition already back then? No, I did not know anything did, about it. Did you know that you have to work on it at the time? <laughs> No, no, you didn't even know. You were just focusing on the training, right? Yes. I, well, if I if I'm strong enough, uh huh, I can just finish it. Gotcha. But I was wrong. Ah, I see. I see. I see. So All right. You, so you thought it was just about the strength and then the preparedness, the physical aspect of it. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So so now uh, when you also started, you know, you tell us more because. Um, when you sign up for the 70.3 Lubbock where and you qualified uh, to 70.3 World Championship, did you think that you're able to do it when you sign up for it? Um, so let me uh, show you something here. Okay, so, so let me make sure that you said this one. So, so you said um, when you, when you sign up, I think it was right here. Okay, so right here, you said, I remember when Stephanie mentioned Lubbock and Galveston, I told her, no way, it's too hot for me. Okay, tell me, tell us more about that. But coach was right. If you train for it, it is possible. Like, tell us more about it because there are a lot of athletes, like, you know, like, because we want to help our athletes here, you know, so, so a lot of them, like, I want to do that, but can I even do it, right? So like, for example, your friend told you, hey, sign up for Lubbock. And you said, no way, it's so hot. But what made you sign up for that Lubbock 70.3? Well, I did sign up because I was feeling good to be able to finish the Galveston. Okay. And I was still in the high gotcha. <laughs> stage. Yeah. And then after that coach said, you will be trained for it. And uh, well, I wasn't sure. Uh -huh. I wasn't sure about it when I signed up. But yeah. but I did go out to for training in the heat every single day. Gotcha. And, gotcha. gotcha. I didn't know about my body. I didn't know my body could adjust, adapt to the heat. 
but I did know my body actually adapted the cold weather, cold water. Mm -hmm. I trained for Garrison. Gotcha. So I just think. So you believed, so you believe what I told you that if yeah. you train for it, if it is possible. Anyone else yeah. here who's actually listening to our training right now, who believes here, you know, if you train for it, it is possible. Like anything, you know, sorry, there you go. Anyone else, you know, if you train for it, it is possible. Okay, raise your hand if you, if you have that type of mentality as well. And then I'm wondering, what is it about 5CVAX coaching that made you decide to even get coaching in the first place? Why not just continue doing what you were doing? You were already doing pretty well on your own. Well, I wasn't sure if I was doing right, right way. And at my age, I, I started uh, exercising gotcha. four oh. years ago. I'm, you know, uh, almost 50. But um, after 40 years old, and I'm starting exercising. So I did not want to get injured. Okay. But yeah. I didn't know how to. But so, so I was looking on the Facebook and gathering information. And um, you two had this system, very organized gotcha. um, system of training, mm -hmm. even in a, uh, online, because I live in a remote area. Yeah. And I do not have many people who understand triathlon words or terms so um i really needed online coaching gotcha gotcha so the main thing that actually you know like you wanted some help in training and also th at the same time you want to make sure you don't get hurt is that right yeah yes. and it sounds like you liked that it was organized and it was it was like it was all thought out mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Welcome, everyone. Those who are just uh, tuning in, just want to uh, show it to you guys. Uh, so what we're talking about here, uh, qualifying for IM 70.3 World Championship on second half Ironman race, how to, we're going to talk about nutrition. We were just talking about right now, you know, uh, pain free also, or like how to train in heat. So those are the things that we're talking about. Okay. All right. So, so youth, you know, like at the start, you know, like you didn't think that you're able to do it, but you still sign up for Lubbock 70.3 because you believe what I told you that when, if you train for it, it is possible. Okay, cool. All right, so, uh, you know, back in Galveston 70.3, you experienced panic in swimming. So now everyone, if you guys are, pan are experiencing panic in swimming, uh, what I wanted to share to you is that Seiko, Seiko's access to open water swim is how many hours, Seiko? How long, how long is the drive to open water? An hour drive, and uh, I was able to go once a week. Only once a week, once a week mm -hmm. for open water. But then there's also closure on the pool, right? There's several times, several weeks, actually, when you were training for your first 70.3, you did not have pool access, and you were accessing the spring, which is a long drive, wherein you, you were only accessing it only one times. A week, yeah. Can you believe that? Okay. For someone, someone who's actually training for 70.3, she was only accessing that open water, which is her only access to swim only one times. 
okay who here in the group who have like oh i don't have access especially when we have you know like when covid is at a peak right you know when there's no pool access or you could be somewhere where in like the pool is just so far okay or open water especially when it during the winter time oh I, it's too cold you know there's no open water so but you you did you did you know on your first 70.3 okay of uh which was the galveston 70.3 you experienced a little bit of a panic but this time around you did something several things in lubbock uh in lubbock 70.3 by the way for lubbock 70.3 there's no wetsuit and it is hot and humid it's better not to wear a wetsuit okay so someone like Seiko, who didn't really have a lot of pool access, okay, or even open water access, we got to do something about it. And let's ask Seiko, what are the things, tell us what are the things that you have, uh, you were doing during training uh, prior to the uh, Lubbock 70.3? I was... <clears throat> I was doing a lot of uh, dry land exercise um dry land exercises okay mm -hmm. and also watching videos of other athletes and and learn what is wrong with it and uh, and what is good about it and that um videos and of course in the um the program mm -hmm. coaches um exercise uh, gotcha. videos gotcha. how to do it so those um visual um effects helped me a lot okay so uh let me ask you i want to make sure that i'm understanding it so uh we do have a lot of uh we do have live calls you know strength classes that's only 20 minutes because we are very busy athletes so you know we a lot of other athletes they have like one hour to do some of those uh, body maintenance or dry land exercises but our our workouts are just 20 minutes just for very busy athletes but are you talking about the uh, when you say videos are you talking about the uh, swim analysis that i've been giving athletes out to the feedback also the demo okay the demo so are you talking about this one here that many swim bike run technique analysis the replays the the yes. Zoom video analysis. And then if I go here, so this one will be the uh, demo. By the way, this is the member site that I'm just showing you all. So this one will be this swim faster technique videos. Wow. So you were doing a lot of that. So yes. you must you must have a lot of good visualization. Yes. <laughs> nice. Amazing. So I, I can dream like I can swim. Even I'm not in the water, but I'm doing this in my room, <laughs> watching wow. videos. Okay. So when and I go to the spring uh, during for the limited amount of time, I I kind of knew what I had to do. Mm -hmm. I hear so you. I could use my limited time, you know, yep. uh, wisely. Yep. Now, yep. So you were being very focused on the days that you could access water. You were very focused and you were very targeted towards what you did there. Yes. 
Nice. So for everyone, uh, what she was using is visualization technique, which works a lot. Uh, even I, I, I use it and also our athletes use it. Uh, the dry land exercise, a lot of the technique, uh, there are a lot of times that I, I would just give them dry land exercises to actually mimic the movement in the water. Okay. And I myself, I also do the same thing. Okay. Uh, how about the panic in the water? What did you do? Yes, I have to try something different. Okay, tell us. Then, um, the mindset training came, came in a um, big part of uh, controlling panic attack. Because I, I was not scared or I, uh, I do not have anxiety about open water swimming, but it uh -huh. just happened that I cannot, I could not breathe. Gotcha. So I did focus on my breathing exercise. Breathing exercise. Uh, from from uh, uh, Dr. Mini's call. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Box breathing before the swim start. Also, Coach Claudia's meditation, gotcha. uh, breathing uh, trainings, All right. and yes, they helped me a lot. Gotcha. So, um, so for everyone, uh, so what she has just mentioned is that uh, she has, she's used the we do guided meditation. Uh, we have guided meditation in our uh, in our community, and also we also have our sports psychologist, Dr. Mini who does uh, the uh, mindset training. Is there anything else that you she said? She said she used breathing exercises. Breathing exercises yeah. as Both well. Claudia and, and but Coach Claudia. And, yeah, and, um, covered that, yeah. Okay. Is there anything else that I missed that you did? Uh, also, I did uh, train um, in the spring that to... Um, Close my eyes. Gotcha. So Brian, Close your eyes. Mm -hmm. So awesome. I pretend like I'm in the murky water at the okay. race. Okay. So I did feel that same um, same feeling when I did the race. Uh -huh. Oh, I did when I close my eyes. Then okay. I felt the same as when I was swimming ah, in the spring. Love it. Nothing, nothing is different. I can do this. Yeah. yeah, that's very good technique. That's very good technique. Are you guys are you guys getting a lot from this? So we just mentioned, you know, like what are the things that she did, considering that she did not really have a lot of, you know, pool pool time or swimming. Uh, she can't really swim in the pool often, or she has a lo long drive to open water. She she actually just go open water only one time, and uh, so she has mentioned, um, you know, dry land exercise. So we do that, uh, the guided meditation, and then there's also uh, mindset training with uh, our doctor uh, in sports psychologist. And also what she did also is that she closed her eyes. So part of it is closing her eyes in the pool and at the same time at the race. And it's basically the same thing that actually got her not be anxious at all. Did you enjoy your swim at Lubbock 70.3? Yes, I did. I felt strong. Okay, awesome. Oh, that's so awesome. From just a few months apart from, from panic to, to feeling amazing in the swim. That's, that's great. So uh, her, time, her time was actually uh, 45 minutes without the wetsuit at 
uh, at Lubbock, 70.3. Congratulations, without panic, and you're all smiling. Cool. <laughs> all right. Okay, so well, the next one that I wanted to talk about is um, how about your nutrition and hydration during training? Okay, so anyone else, you know, so we're about to talk about her nutrition. You know, during, during her nutrition uh, training, it was a big challenge for her. Like there will be time wherein she would report or, you know, share her feedback uh, of her workout wherein she couldn't even drink her, uh, her water. And so she ended up being depleted with nutrition, low energy that she couldn't even do on the next day's workout, mainly because of the low energy or dehydrated because she's not drinking. She wants to drink, but her, yeah. How about you tell us the story? Like how, what's happening with the training? You know, we do have the plan, right? But then tell us more of what's happening. Uh, what happened to your training? Yes, it's because I was training in the heat. It just makes me feel like uh, nauseated. And uh, especially when the sports drink sugary, mm -hmm. uh, sweet, sweet yep. drink gets warm, I just it just didn't go down the throat my throat. Yep. So then I get dehydrated. So I had to look for um, some uh, different brand of sports drink, which uh, another coach suggested, but I did not know about a different brand. Sure. So it was a big help. Yes. It. And it was actually okay to drink even if uh, it gets cold, uh, it gets warm. So, um, so everyone Who else here has a problem drinking their water when it's hot, you know, when it, it warms up and then nutrition gets kind of, I mean, who, who, wants, cold. who wants to drink it? So we got to do something about it, especially when it gets longer. So, um, so everyone, you know, what, what we train our athletes is that we train our athletes to be really mindful and aware of what they drink, what they eat, what they do before the actual workout, be mindful, knowing understand the intention of the workout and then the next thing is that it's not about just checking off the box you know what happens is that Seiko would give feedback Seiko would give feedback and then the next thing is that when she gives feedback that's when the coaches actually jump in but then the, if the if if Seiko wasn't giving feedback of her workouts you know, if you're just aiming for checking off the box, then you just like, you don't even know if you're doing the right thing. You're just exercising. Training, the proper training is actually dialing in, you know, the proper way of how you're going to execute the training. I mean, the race, right? So I'm going to show you an example here. Okay, I'm going to show you an example here of how Seiko communicates to us. To the community and this is one of her uh triathlon simulation and she was so happy i managed um yeah i managed to complete 70.3 simulation yesterday i was so over uh, overwhelmed with joy of this achievement i couldn't stop crying while driving back home after the simulation wow so she said about the swimming what did she do on the swimming Okay. The next thing she mentioned about the transition, what happens in the transition on the bike, she mentioned about, I was able to drink three bottles in three hours with two gin, so detailed. And that's what we want. 
we want our athletes to be really aware of what they drink. So basically with the nutrition, you got to know, not just, yeah, I'm drinking. No, that's not enough for me. Okay. What's the amount and what's the timing of that? What else are you having? How are you feeling? Okay. And then the next thing is that like, okay, you could possibly be taking notes on your own, but what make what would make a bigger difference is actually getting feedback from the coaches. As you can see here, 22 comments of actually going back and forth, talking about what happened to his, to her training and also the community, you know, like just asking more. Okay. So, so those, what do you think about those? When you have that feedback, Seiko, does that help you rather than, you know, just like, Hey, I got it done. Like, I oh, think that yes, it, it helps a lot because everybody is different. And my nutrition is different from the other people. And if I try to follow the textbook, I, my body reacts differently. But if I um, give the feedback, um, how my body reacts to certain um, nutrition, then gotcha. I get special specialized gotcha. uh, feedback. Yeah, so it really helped a lot. Um, so before before you met us, were you paying attention with the way you are right now with your training, like before? No, not at all. So, so were you were you just really you, you were just really writing? You're just writing, go out there and like, okay, I finish this many miles or one hour. Yes. Okay, because you're this you you go by detail. And not just that, also the paces, coach. I met the paces, the intervals that you gave me. Okay. I, I never knew about intervals or the intention of interval training. Because before, would you just go fast or go slow? Or like you don't even know, like. No, I was just enjoying the view. <laughs> Okay, you're in, well, you're, you're exercising, right? You're enjoying the view. But uh, what, so why it do you sounds like, like- Sounds like there was a lot more awareness of what's happening, what's happening to your body. Also a lot more focus and intention of what you're trying to accomplish from that workout. I love it. So, um, so what, so what if you have focus? I mean, what, what do you get from that? Uh, if you're focused and you know the intention, what happens? Is that more of like saving your time or? Yes, um, yes, time, time gets faster, but uh, more um, what of how I ride, mm. uh, I did, did this, uh, discover like cadence, finding out my comfortable cadence gotcha. to do that. Uh, enough power. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. Gotcha. So, so you, like, you just learned that. Yes, and it did work very well, especially in a longer distance. Seventy point three is um, long for me. Yeah. And um, because I had, I have to pace from the beginning to be able to finish. Got it. Got it. 
So that so, intentional training did intentional help me training. know my ability and how fast I can go. Yeah. So, so for everyone who's watching here, you know, so when you work out, I'm curious, you know, like my, I want to know, like when you work out, do you know exactly what you're doing or is it like the intention of it? So my suggestion is that like, yeah, so make sure that you know the intention rather than just going out there. I mean, it's good going out, right? It's exercise, you know, you keep fit, but if you have limited time, limited time and your race is coming up, you want to make the most out of your time and be smart in training, just like what Seiko did. I'm going to show you an example here of like how we go by detail. And this is actually, you know, one of our nutrition hot seats. So we, uh, so I conduct nutrition hot seat swim video analysis on this training here. And as you can see here, there's uh, Seiko's nutrition and there's several other things there, but here, I just pulled it up. That was 9.36. This is when we were actually. Do you remember this when I was giving, uh, giving you feedback on your nutrition? This one is actually, you know, like just building to the training. Just um, so making sure she knows what she needs to eat and drink, you know, before the swim the transition, the bike. So this is when we're just starting here. So now we're actually also talking about like the serving size. Did this one help you, Seiko? We need, we had to yes. do a lot of dialing in too, right? Yes, yes. And I had to try to make sure my body works for, with, with the, the uh, plan. Got you. All right. So you guys got that one? Um, Corey, welcome. Julie, welcome. Sharita, welcome. Wendell, welcome. All right. So if you guys have any questions for uh, Seikos, those who are just tuning in, you know, let me just uh, pull this one up again so you guys can see what we're talking about. We're talking about her, uh, her qualifying for IM 70.3 World Championship on her second half Ironman race. Um, we're going to go to now uh, in terms of the uh, pain, you know, like you finishing. You know, you said that you finished with a smile. That was her goal. I remember she wanted that as her. That's her main after, goal. <laughs> after doing finish first, with a with a smile. You know what does that mean? The the way um the satisfying race and uh, this time no pain. No pain. Uh, I felt I got better with swimming or almost no panic attack. And I was happy about it. And transition went well. And nutrition uh, went well as I trained. So um, it wasn't about my time or uh, what place, uh, I, you know, what, uh, how fast I placed in age group. But um, I was smiling at so, that finish. I love it. So, uh you guys heard that i mean who else wants here to finish with a smile without pain a lot of athletes without would, dying at the finish line a lot of some <laughs> some athletes just say you know like i finish it and i was walking out because i was in pain she wasn't she wasn't in pain she did not have shoulder pain no back pain no feet pain she finished with a smile and she wasn't honestly and she said uh, she just said earlier, no, it's not about the time. She just want to finish. 
pain free. Amazing. So, you know, tell us, tell us what, what did you do differently, you know, in training, in training to actually get to that where you don't feel pain? Yes, I, oh, um, the body maintenance. Body maintenance. Daily, every day. And I did not skip any body maintenance needed before the exercise and after the exercise. Um, I really think it helped me a lot. Before and after, right? Kind of like brushing your teeth. So for everyone who's just watching this one, you know, body maintenance, uh, put hashtag body maintenance down below. If you want to know more about that, we have a free training on that. It's basically more about, you know, just kind of like when you're brushing your teeth, you don't brush your teeth when it's about to be pulled out. You actually take care of your teeth every single day. And for what, what Seiko had done, she was doing body maintenance, body maintenance every single day. And it's not just once. And were you doing body maintenance because you were in pain during training, Seiko? No, no, to prevent pain. There you sometimes, go. Yeah. yeah sometimes yeah. I was in pain and I had to take care of those parts. But mostly to prevent uh, getting pain. I start with what good. body meant. Good, 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 good. Yes, we're talking about preventative before before things go wrong. Okay, and uh, that's what I have been, I have been instilling with all our athletes. You know, like you don't do that only when in pain. You got to do that every single day, just like you're brushing your teeth. You know, or like when you're doing an oil change, you don't just do an oil change on your car if it's like oh, about to break down, right? Awesome. Um, and uh, one of the things also that I wanted to just uh, tell you guys, you know, one of the things I, I asked some athletes, like, how do you recover? And they said, coach, I stretch. And I always tell them stretching is, it's another level up, but it's not enough. You know, you got to do more and you got to know where your weak areas. And those are the things that we work on more with Seiko, mainly because we get busy. And I mean, she still needs to do swim, bike, run. And as of right, as you can, as you heard, you know, she was doing before and after. And she wasn't doing body maintenance only when she's in pain. She was doing every single day. And that's what got her to finishing the love of 70.3 without pain. Who wants that training about body maintenance? put hashtag body maintenance under the comment and you'll learn a lot about it. And then the next thing I want to just do, like I did not say about this one, this is what uh, Seiko, you know, like inspired, got inspired last time, no more shoulder pain. If you want this training that inspired Seiko and where she learned more of how these two athletes here, you know, was able to prevent shoulder pain in just 30 days, put hashtag shoulder pain under the comment so you can get that, get that training. Awesome. All right. Looks like uh, we're covering a lot. Anyone else uh, like have question? Um, anyone else have questions here? Shirita says, wow. Uh, Julie says, so awesome. Well done, Seiko. All right, Seiko. 
Congratulations. So, so Seiko, you know, question, did you aim for that to qualify for Ironman 70.3 World Championship? No, no way. <laughs> she said no way again. <laughs> yeah, she said no way. See, it happened. It just happened. It just so happened. It, it's, it's a bonus. You never know what, what's going to happen. But right. when you make it to the start line, and actually if you finish the race, you just never know what you get. Yeah. yeah even though the, the race was hard, so you just heard the story of Seiko from the very beginning before she met us. She came from someone who was scared to injure herself, who had rotator cuff pain, who thought she couldn't finish her first 70.3, which is in fact, this, is her, this was her first 70.3. She got 617, first 70.3 only accessing the open water once a week this was her first 70.3 wow and that was back in april she almost she almost didn't race this because she was doubting herself and also because she didn't want to hurt herself at the time she did not know about the train about how to train she did not know about nutrition she was having pain so there's a lot of doubts is there anyone here who are doubting yourself mainly because it's not because whether you know like you're whether you can do it or not it's mainly because you're suffering or like you're having challenges right now that's actually making you doubt yourself whether you can because that's Seiko when she signed up she said like I think I can do it but then she suddenly have this pain and stuff right and you start asking but then moving forward you know during training with Feisty Fox coaching she got 617 on her first 70.3 three months three months after that she qualified for 70.3 world championship again she doubted herself in the beginning her friend said how about lubbock 70.3 and she said no way but she still signed up to it <laughs> Because I said, if you train for it, it is possible. Are you happy that you sign up for Lubbock 70.3? Yes. So let me ask you, um, what are the, uh, the three main things that you've learned and that you're happy about Lubbock 70.3 and the rest of your training with Feisty Fox Coaching? Um, the first thing is, um, I was able to finish without pain. Without pain, okay. And uh, another thing is uh, that uh, I almost uh, didn't have uh, panic attack in the swim. Got it, okay. My biggest concern, yes. Okay. And also another thing is but uh, was that uh, I was able to execute the nutrition plan as I trained. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, did you learn a lot about yourself during the training? Like about yes. your body? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the nutrition was not only, not, I'm not talking only about during the race or during the training, but also uh, 
the days ahead of the race and also recoveries. Wow. Starting right after the, the after I finished, I started my recovery and and I, I felt good even after the race. You felt good after the race and you drove back home. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So um uh, so let me. Well, I'm wondering. Okay. Out of all that, what do you think made the biggest difference? That if you had to choose one thing, what made the di biggest difference working together with Coach Angel and the rest of the Feisty Fox team? Oh, do I have to choose just one? <laughs> just, just out yeah, of curiosity. That's like the hardest question, Vinera. <laughs> How about one or two? Is that okay? Well, so, um, what's the main things? They keep it easy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Still a lot. <laughs> yes, it's a lot. Well, maybe another thing I can do uh, was that um, mindset. mindset. When I was doubting myself, uh, coach was able to uh, change my attitude to I can do this attitude. And that was a big help. Yes. Yeah, that's that's big. Being able to see something from a different perspective when you see it in a in a way that's not really helping you, and having mm -hmm. that be turned around and you look at it differently, that's good. So I mean, the thing about it is that so I've shown you earlier, like uh, the way she gives feedbacks, like she was working hard already, you know, but despite of all. You know, she still had doubt. And uh, that's when we're in, we do have this checking calls with me. And when I ask, how do you feel? How do you feel about Lubbock 70.3? And but she, she told me, even though it was her second 70.3, even though she put so much work in it already, she said, I think I can do it. <laughs> but after that, it's only 20 minutes. After the 20 minutes checking call with me, she changed, she changed it to, I, and I asked her again, what do you think? I can do it. And she did it. And she did amazing. Is it, she did amazing. Qualifying, yeah, it's very impressive. <laughs> so is there anything else uh, besides the mindset? And, and of course, the trainings, the training. the actual trainings, gotcha, gotcha. the physical part of trainings. Yes. Okay. All right. So everyone, um, so what we give our athletes are is a help for training. And then the next thing is that for the training, we divide it to swim, bike, and run. And then for swim, bike, and run, we also divide that to technique, speed, endurance, and race strategy skills. And we are only talking about training here. The next thing, nutrition. With the nutrition, it's not about, yeah, I'm drinking, you know, <laughs> I'm drinking this scratch. It's not about the what only. We help our athletes with the how much and the timing. And the next thing is actually go through, you know, like the, every detail. And if you're just tuning in right now, you can go a rewind and you'll see some examples of how we help uh, Seiko. So we're in, I'm actually showing uh, that nutrition hot seat. Next thing is that we help our athletes with the body maintenance. As you mentioned, as you mentioned here earlier, Seiko used to have shoulder pain. 
but she now, you know, know what body maintenance is, okay? And she finished the Lubbock 70.3 without pain and feeling good and with a smile. Mental fitness, the next thing she just mentioned that, her, that the main thing that changed, you know, is the mindset. The biggest thing that helped her is the mindset part where she can do it. She can do it in a way that she actually, you know, her mindset changed, that she actually qualified for IM 70.3 World Championship. That's huge, Seiko. So, so that's huge, Seiko. So now, last but not the least, is that we help our athletes with race strategy. How do we do that? I hope I can go back to one of those that I open up here. That we, this one is the nutrition part that I showed earlier. And, uh, well, that's a lot. So like right now, this is part of it. Right now we are working. We are working whenever she gives feedback in the group, you know, in our community, we are building that strategy. For example, do you have the bottles? that you, you need to have in, in the race already? What are you gonna wear? Are you ready? You know, like the race strategy doesn't come in the race week. It happens every single time she trains. So who wants that? Who wants that everyone? So have you guys been doing that already? It looks like Pam wants the hashtag body maintenance. You got it, Tom. Yeah, so also, you know, like another thing, if you want to know more about the nutrition that I just mentioned, we're in, we do have that. What are the four things that you want to make sure that you have every hour? You know, hashtag nutrition. And I give you more of the recipe of actually how do you get your nutrition dialed in? Okay. All right. So if you guys want to know more and actually we're in, okay, you probably like just Seiko wherein she was having pain back then, or maybe not even having pain. You're just... Just like Seika, she just ride. I asked her, how do you train before? She just let, she said that she just go out and run. She just bike. She did not know anything about nutrition, how to train properly, how to not feel pain. If you wanna make sure that you don't have blind sides on your training right now, we can help you like right now. You don't even have to pay, okay? Like you can just put hashtag game plan and we can have a 15 minutes call to say, to give you like, what are the big things that may or you may not be giving attention? Because when, when, when Seiko was doing it, she was only training. And she almost missed to actually do her first 70.3, wherein she did actually well. So if you want to get some help, you know, we give this one to all the Ironman and Beyond members only so you're you're you you got the help already if you want it you know just put hashtag game plan below and we can have a chat with me and Benetta and we can go from there so before we let Seiko go do you guys have any other questions she oh look at that oh Sharita said yes she helped me so much with my mindset too thank you Sharita you're welcome <laughs> and Wendell says amazing accomplishment Seiko yeah 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 you're next Wendell all right, Sheila, shoulder pain. All right, we'll give that to you, uh, Sheila. You got Jeffrey, welcome, Jeff. All right, so you guys have any questions? If you're watching this one or you're just tuning in, feel free to just uh, comment down below any question that you may have or may have come up, okay, during this training. 
And then so we can help you answer it, or maybe uh, I can relate to Seiko and ask questions to Seiko later. But I want to ask you, Seiko, just last question. Mm -hmm. So if we, if you see Seiko, the old Seiko before, someone who has having shoulder pain, someone who's doubting themselves, okay, someone who's not sure how to train, someone who actually who's experiencing panic attack, someone who's uh, who doesn't have access to the pool or open water, someone who didn't even know that they're capable of qualifying for world championship. What would you tell that Seiko? What, what are the top three advices that you can give those athletes? Because we have several Seiko in Ironman and beyond, and we want to help them. How about give us? Um, me, um, I have to, um, uh, give it the chance to make change about each programs you have. Mm, give it a chance. Each program? Oh, Feisty Fox Coaching? Each pro program. Okay. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Give it a chance. Have mm -hmm. a call. <laughs> have a call. <laughs> All yes. right. Yes. Do you have any other advice? No, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Yeah. Anything is possible. Even Just though never know what's gonna happen. You never know what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. But you have to start that change. You have to, to start make it happen. Gotcha. So for you, uh, so you made that change or and you incorporated that coaching. Yes. Or train properly. So incorporate training properly, knowing what you're doing in training. And then anything is possible. And then you yes. got to start somewhere. Everybody starts somewhere. Okay. Yes. That's amazing, Seiko. Thank you so much for your time, Seiko. Well, thank you for everything. <laughs> yeah, no, we're so happy. We're looking forward. You know, this is only the start, Seiko, for you. Yeah. This is only yeah. a start. I mean, you just started. <laughs> I just started. 70.3. Yeah. You have a lot more. I know you got 50K. You got 100 miles coming up. And you're starting right without pain. And you got the tools and you're yes. learning about your body. Mm -hmm. So everyone, if you guys, if you guys want to, you want to learn more of what Seiko got, just put hashtag game plan below. And we will also have this live training again next week. We're going to have another call so we can help you more again next week. Have a great week, everyone. Let's say thank you to Seiko. Thank you, Seiko. Till Thanks, next time. Seiko. Good to see everyone today. Bye, Ironman and Beyond athletes. Bye. Bye.